observations are pointed to guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Brains, I just love it when I just get right into it with my guest. I have Lenora Edwards with us today. Look at that. Is she the prettiest thing you've ever seen? I gotta oh, keep yeah. up with you. I look Girl, like Gollum this morning. I'm loving her. Okay, she's being good to her sister. We're going to talk about language. You see how we just tossed it back and forth, how pleasant it was. It was warm. It was fuzzy. It was inviting. But that language can also be a switchblade. And it can cut people up, down, inside out, your children, your relationships. So she's going to teach us how to flip that around so nothing drips off our tongue but milk and honey. Welcome to the show. How are you? I love that. Nothing but milk and honey. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Your language. <laughs> mm. Your language warms my heart. What? Love it. Tell my brace how you show up in the world. I show up in the world by helping people transform their inner voices. Mm. I had a really tough experience a number of years ago that put me on this path. I experienced an eating disorder, which got progressively worse over 10 years of my life. And in trying to help myself, I did so many things, April. I did self-help books. I was on YouTube. I found self-help programs, so many things. And it wasn't until I decided to ask for help. I was asking for help for myself, but I never came out and asked a professional. I never shared it with anybody. I hid it for years upon years. And when I started to realize that maybe there was something I didn't know and that maybe somebody else could help me, the entire world shifted. It just flipped a switch? It flipped a switch, quite literally. All right, what happened, girl? What happened? So I had a lot of negative self-talk. You know, those voices in your head that'll tell you that you're not good enough or that you're not worthy, you're not deserving. Uh, uh, I don't know. They need a pass to get in, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. I Mine was an open border situation. Everybody was marching through and it was not a very healthy environment. And that's how it was manifesting. I had such a critical inner voice that when I would eat things, I started to notice that I wasn't worthy or deserving of eating or that I couldn't eat. And I would go through all these self-sabotaging habits of trying to take care of myself, but in trying to take care of myself, it became this really, really awful mess. And I would go for periods of time where I wouldn't eat only to end up binging on a variety of sweets later, which I would then chew and spit out. Ouch. And it was progressively worse to the point that I have now two false teeth as a result of that kind of behavior. You couldn't, you couldn't pay me to uh, eliminate a Twinkie. <laughs> no way. Because African-American as a culture, you know, and I'm not saying it's specific to anybody, but we eat up mm-hmm. the refrigerator. We eat up everything. We blow up. We get, I, I, you know, we get sick other ways with diabetes and heart disease and poor circulation and all that type of thing. So I totally understand an eating disorder. But again, as I've been talking to my other guests, it's about control. And that's something that you feel that you can control. So that goes back to your mental health. So what are you saying about yourself? What are you processing? What are you hearing in this uh, uh, foul echo chamber that's making you, you know, kind of self-loathe? Very much so. And a lot of the time it's experiences that we have throughout our life. Hmm. When somebody says something to us, whether they're saying it in what they would consider a kind way, but we might interpret it as hurtful. So especially as we're going throughout our life and we're little kids and we don't really understand 
that we shouldn't be doing something for our own safety. And we interpret it as they're trying to control me. They're trying to hurt me. They're trying to do X, Y, and Z. A lot of things can be very, very confusing when we're younger and we just pick up these habits of thought. And that's all it is. It's a habit of thought. And however you're experiencing your life, maybe you suddenly start thinking that you're not worthy enough because you got your teddy bear taken away. Maybe you're starting to think that you're not good enough or that it's bad to have an attractive body. So you'll start finding ways to protect yourself, especially when it comes to food and when we're doing our best to keep ourselves safe. I believe it's um, an unfamiliar hell is less painful than an unfamiliar heaven. We don't know what we don't know. So we will actually keep ourselves in these self-sabotaging habits or in these paths that we're hurting ourselves. And they're all serving a purpose. Oh. Eating disorders, it serves a purpose. Cutting, it serves a purpose. These other things that we're drinking, anxiety, these all serve a purpose to our nervous system. Mm. But it's how we are able to comfort our nervous system in a way that is helpful and that serves us. That's the key. And you mastered that because, again, it's not just your oration. It's your body language. It's your movement. I'm involved. I'm engaged in what you're saying. Your eyes, you're sitting up straight. It's a lot to communication brings. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. So you found all of this great wisdom. Now, what are you doing with it? So what I'm doing with it is especially the, my experience. So I experienced an eating disorder and I reached out for help and that was out of necessity. And one of the amazing techniques that helped me and the practitioners that I worked with was a technique called holographic memory resolution. And it's this incredibly powerful technique that helps us gently reframe our experience without reliving the event and without altering our memory. Because as we go throughout life, we're constantly experiencing things and our body is made up of 100% memory. Do you wanna hear a fun fact? Yeah. So especially to, to your Spectacular Brains audience, we're constantly going in and out of our memories as minimally as 15 to 50 times an hour. So what that means is as somebody's talking in our subconscious, our memories, are getting picked up, whether it's by a tone, a word, a phrase, a smell, it will remind us of a past experience. So it's really challenging to do your best to be mindful and to be fully present in the moment because our, our consciousness constantly moves around and our focus constantly moves around. That's so why everybody's so cotton picking, distracted, can't make <laughs> up their mind, can't make a decision, can't wait. Absolutely. Yet. You know, because it's too much, you know, as the, as the Asians say, it's too much running around in the monkey mind. There's a lot running around in the monkey mind completely. So as we're experiencing our day, we're going in and out of these memories. And for me, I would tell you, I need to go do something, right? I need to stop. And I had to stop my day and partake in a behavior that wasn't helping me. What was the trigger though? It was so many different things because they were all tied back to this was how I was trying to calm my nervous system. Some people reach for food. Some people will reach for drinks. Some people will reach for other habits of way that, ways they're trying to soothe their, well, their intensity. How did you break with, the habit? With the technique of holographic memory resolution, which helps okay. us recalibrate our nervous system by resolving the pain that is stored within okay. us. So without going into the intellectual property, is this metaphysical, energy, diet, liquid, 
mushrooms. Oh, what is that's it? a good one. <laughs> it's it's a client centered approach and it's a mind body approach. Mm. And truly, it's the client, it's the individual that's resolving their discomfort. That's resolving their pain. That's helping themselves. Wow. And that's with language also. So you're the voice lady. Why is that? Because, you know, you can, you have a hypnotic tone. uh, You've done a lot of NLP. What, you know, what's your secret sauce? So when it comes to the voices, what we're saying is different than what our nervous system is feeling. So when we were born, we didn't know the difference between a fork or a spoon. Our nervous system understood its own language and it speaks in sounds and colors and textures and shapes. So as we're, as I'm working with my clients and I'll, I'll say, okay, well, tell me where you feel it in your body. And they'll notice, oh, it's in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And as we start to tune into that, Mm -hmm. their nervous system is quite literally revealing where they store it in their body, what color it is, what temperature it is, what texture it is. And in doing that, we can reframe it by offering that resolve without having them relive the event, without re-traumatizing them. Wow. That's incredible. That's baby. <laughs> How long have you been doing this? I've been doing this work for professionally for over five years wow. and just in really understanding language. So I, I'm a board certified speech language pathologist and I graduated in 2009. So I've always been very tuned in, tapped into language And it's just blossomed and blossomed and blossomed over my entire life. Now, I see that you're pretty patriotic behind you. There's a beautiful flag, which I have a flag on my desk, too. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, a jet. Were you ever in the Air Force or Armed Services, family members? My family members have been in the Armed Services, yes. Mine, too. Did you travel around with your family in the Armed Services? I did not travel, but did you? Uh, uh, Yeah, I'm a military wife, a Navy, retired Navy wife. I love that. That's spectacular. You know, so now how old are you? I oh, am wow. 38 going on 39. I'm scared of you. Well, I'm 61. Okay. So <gasps> like three <gasps> generations in between there. That's so let's just early. talk about something off the cuff. Okay? Off the cuff. Off the cuff. You're an expert in language. You're a young woman. Is that considered millennial still? I think that's, you're still millennial, huh? Uh, maybe or oh, close okay. close in, in the area. Okay. That's good because your thought and your frequency is more energy and more metaphysical Mm -hmm. than ours is traditional. Okay. A lot going on in the world. And you have a sense of pride, uh, you know, for your country and and what you're doing. What kind of language would you speak to the other millennials just about being accountable and being responsible and really, you know, seeing the forest for, for the trees, seeing for what it is looking at people's body language, because we've got a lot at risk everywhere. We go food, water, government, finance, old age, all of that. And it's a frequency, you know? Absolutely. And so what you we have to do is we have to syncopate ourselves with that. So I, I understand that. what you're saying. So what would you say to some young people? <laughs> to some young younger, people? Younger than me. I'm not going to say I'm old. Younger than me. Younger than us. Yes, Absolutely. So I would say to notice your own language, really start taking care of your own, what I like to refer to as pies, take care of your physical, your intellectual, your emotional, and your spiritual so that you can then help other people in all the ways that they need support too. And when we can take care of ourselves and we understand that, we can really show up 
in the world and support other people. How about you? What would you tell them? Uh, I tell them to get a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. You know, I would um kind of parallel what you're saying, but I want them to be aware. I want them to be conscious. Use this thing that we have called the mind. Mm. Collect complete information. You know, Very I know so. that it's a different vibe. I was talking to some kids the other day. They said, Miss April, you're just way too heavy. You got to give it to us in bite-sized pieces. I was like, what? I said, I don't know how to talk in jibs and jabs. Yeah, that's just where we're going. We don't, we don't need all of that other stuff. So I'm trying to get along with the communication. Yeah. Um, let me ask you An some art form. questions about you. If you, Norna, um, Nora, was an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? I would be a mixer. Ooh, How about sure. you? What appliance would you be, April? I'd be the refrigerator. I just want to chill. Oh. <laughs> if you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be? Oh, I would be lavender. Lavender. Yes, lavender. Lavender. Okay, good. I'd be a tulip. Ah, kind of wild. color. Yeah, all, psychedelic. <laughs> nice. And they are so multicolored and beautiful. Thank you. We have a, a place, the flower fields, uh, and they're um, peonies here in San Diego, and they're about to bloom. Oh, my goodness. It's like heaven. It's absolutely heaven. What's your favorite color? Oh, my favorite color would be pink. How about you? What's your favorite color? My favorite color is green. Deep yeah. green or rich or bright green? All greens, but I like the, deep, the little deeper greens. Yeah, it's rich. It's regal, kind of like a purple. You know, I like that. Ooh. People don't like green as much, but it's a pretty color. It so color. if you could time travel, where would you land? Oh, gosh. 2050 was the first one that came up when you and you had asked me. Really? Where would you go? What year? 2000? I'm way oh. out there. Yeah, I want to see. 2000. I'm, I'm no 3000, 3000. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> no, I want to be with Andre 3000 and just be out in the stars. What planet are you from? Oh, that's a great one. Hmm. I'm not quite sure. What planet really? would you say you're from? I'm from Saturn. I like all the rings and the energy. I was, feels like a very hula hoop. Yeah. Yeah. That's, environment. That's absolutely. All right. If yeah. you were a car, what kind of car would you be? Oh, if I was a car, I would be a convertible. How about you? Me? I'd be a 1974 Volkswagen van. We're very specific. 1974 yeah, Volkswagen yeah, van. Yeah, it brings back a memory. You know, <laughs> you have a mattress in the <laughs> back. It's painted with flowers. You listen to Jimi Hendrix. You got a hookah pipe. Life is good. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good memories. Um, And how do you want to be remembered? What do you want your legacy to be, your imprint on the world? To help people. I'd love to, the more people that I can help, the more people that I can serve and, and help them understand they don't have to live a life in pain. That would be the greatest gift. All right. Well, Brains, I need you? to tune in 110% to what she's saying. You got to turn up your frequency. So you did what would you? Talk. What would you leave? What would your legacy be? What would my legacy be? Um, that was effective communicator. An effective community. Yeah, I was actually um, a conduit of information that people could come and get what they need and hold space and 
and love. Yeah, you know, and, and I hate to be uh, vain brains, but when I die, folks going to cry and they're going to talk about me nicely because I've been nice. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you have been very nice yeah, and incredibly humble. Nice. And I love that. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? You've got to speak good to yourself too. You know, it's the conversation that you have with yourself when you wake up in the morning, that I am conversation. You can set your day the night before, you know, grateful and, you know, go through processes, work with great people like uh, Lenore that is giving their life, their own experience um, to go through this. So tell my brains a little bit about your TED Talk and your program. Absolutely. I actually was going to ask you a quick question. What are some things that you say to yourself in the morning? How do you start your day? How do I start my day? Um, I wake up and I'm grateful and I roll over and kiss Mr. Magnificent. Mm. Aww. Been married 40 it. years, girl. I you. That's that milk and honey again. That's that sweet thing. Uh, Happy and anniversary. Then I, and then I tell myself that, you know, bring me the highest and best good. I love that. Bring me the highest and best good. Absolutely. So how, how can it get any better than this and what else is possible? Absolutely. What else is possible? I love that. Questioning affirmations and asking myself, how how else might I be able to help people today? How good might today be able to get? Asking those questions are so supportive. And you ask them right away in the morning and notice the tone that you're asking them in. Exactly. Super and then powerful. at the end of the day, you know, what did you learn? And, you know, be grateful. Mm. Say prayers at night. So, you know, it, it's it's a lot, but it uh, a lot of people don't think it's so simplistic. They make it I, complicated. They mm-hmm. overthink it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, absolutely. What would you say to that person? I would say it's that simple, but is it easy? If it was easy, everybody would do it. And if we could take time to care so much about how we think, how we're talking to ourselves, how we're using our language, that will completely alter your life. And language, it's not just about the words, it's also about the tone. And as you mentioned, the body language, the eye contact, how are we talking to ourselves? How are we talking to other people? It's so impactful because we want to leave them with a lasting impression of support and kindness. And how do we do that? If 90, some 90% of what we say is what we consider nonverbal, which means right. it's our tone, it's our eye contact, it's our body language. So it's not just the. Did you write a book? Mm-hmm. An ebook. You- yes, and it's going to be free for. Uh, it is free on my website, but you can also offer it to your your clients and share okay. it. You, is that the a cover of it and behind yep. you? Bring it forward yep. for us. Perfect. Look at that. Understanding holographic memory resolution. Only thing I can think about when I hear that is a hologram that I saw one of uh, Tupac and one of Michael Jackson. Girl, I cry like a baby. Aww. What does that word mean? Hologram. Hologram is that you can see you're experiencing it entirely. So when it, especially when it comes to your memory, you can see that information and it's not just the picture. It's the sound with it. It's the smell with it. It's the feeling with it. There's Mm. so many bits of information in that capture. Mm. And that's how the memory actually gets activated is because it can be because of a sound or a word or a phrase. And you can really reprogram that and switch that up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's not that you're changing the memory. It's you're shifting your perception of what happened as in your point of view. So especially when we're 
you know, I don't know if this ever experienced help happened to you. Oh, dear God, I hope not. You know, there was a point in my life where I was sexually abused and being able to shift the perception of that memory so that my body knew that it wasn't still happening. That's what's happening, especially in these moments of overwhelm. Mm. It's getting captured in our body and then it's staying open in our body. Our body doesn't know that it's safe. So it's under, it's constantly running until we can go back to that memory and resolve that pain that's stored in it. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I'm telling you, you got your work cut out for you. Brains, I would look into it. I call, I have a consultation um, with yeah, Ms. Right. Edwards because again, you don't know what you don't know. It don't seems, know what you don't. It seems uh, a, a different version of therapy, a different modality. Um, and listen to her tone and her voice inflection. That's calming and soothing within itself. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you uh, to get more information and also get a copy of your ebook. Thank you so much. My ebook is free. It's a free download on my website. And the best way to reach out to me where I offer free consultations is at DTB Horizons. And it stands for Determined to Be Horizons. And that is the best way to reach me, as I mentioned. Um, but also, you know, I, I have a program coming out because I am so passionate about this work, especially helping women understand their language matters how they talk to themselves matters that I created my first course called in her thoughts, mastering the art of positive self-talk. And it's taken all the tools that I've learned over the last two decades, all the techniques, so many lessons, especially stories from the clients that I've worked with and the conferences that I've taught at. And it's cultivated into this beautiful package. And I'm so excited to launch it. And it's actually coming out in a couple of weeks, well, on March 13th. We're going to be looking for it and we're going to replay this interview over and over and over again. We want her to sell out because it's a lot and you have to make the investment in yourself. You'll buy yourself oh, some shoes. You'll get yourself a hair color and cat uh, cut. You'll get some tattoos, <laughs> all of that. Invest in yourself in the right kind of way, knowledge. And they always say mm -hmm. knowledge is power. It's nothing until it's applied. Absolutely. So you get it, you power. work it. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Leonor, for being on the edge with me and my brains. Brains, I need you to go in and like, love, share, and subscribe. Lenora's going to subscribe. You, so you got to like, Absolutely. love, share, and subscribe. Okay? We're trying to raise those numbers because we bring you Thank you subscribe. so much for having me, April. It was lovely spending time with you. You too, queen. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.